Welcome to the Studio Chat Podcast. My name is Barbara Thompson. Each week I'll be bringing you a self-care expert or a message to help you to discover how to live your best life and understand your mind-body connection. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now, let the Studio Chat begin. Hi guys, in this episode we talk about binge eating and eating disorders. So if this brings up anything for you, I'd love to just give some numbers for you. So if you are in Australia, please, if this podcast does bring anything up for you, please contact the Butterfly Foundation. You can call them on one 800 or go to the website butterfly.org.au and they give support for eating disorders and body image issues. If you're in New Zealand, please contact the 0800 helpline for EDANZ, which is 0800 I wanted to touch on binge eating today, just very surface level, to raise awareness and to talk about it, because I think it's really important for all of us to when we have a relationship with our body, with weight, with our diet, with our self-esteem, with our self-confidence, with our body image, with anything in life, uh, we need fuel to survive and we need food to eat and to live. And for a lot of us, it brings up a lot of uh, all sorts of things. And that's why today on this podcast, I did want to highlight binge eating. I think it's really important and just know that this is very intro level to talking about it and there's so many other ways and reasons why but I hope that obviously you've clicked on it because it has said binge eating so obviously you may binge eat yourself or you know someone um, that does and this is just a conversation to get everything going so I do hope there's some help but please reach out to those numbers if you do need help or DM me on Instagram, self underscore care underscore studio, if anything, if you need any help with anything. All right, guys, enjoy. Welcome to this episode of Studio Chat. Today we're going to be talking about binge eating. And it starts off with, you know, you're thinking about food and then you deny yourself eating a certain type of food, especially when you're dieting. And it soon changes into a strong desire to eat that food. So, you know, say for example, Monday rolls around and you've decided to not have any sugar. And then we've all been there, the three o'clock, the four o'clock slump hits and you want chocolate and you do everything you can to avoid it. But you're thinking about it. You're thinking about it. The desire is so strong and you may even go like a day, a week, a month or something without it. And then as soon as you do lean into it and think, bugger it, I'm going to go buy, you know, whatever it is, that chocolate or the hot chips or the potato chips or the takeaways or, you know, like whatever it is. And first of all, you feel it's a bit of a relief and a comfort. Like it feels really good, doesn't it? It's almost like a high. And then you can't stop. And then you eat frantically until you're full. And then you may feel sick, but you see the food there, so you keep eating. And then afterwards, you feel so guilty and angry with yourself. Have you been there? Does that relate to you? It can happen at any age. And you don't need to be overweight. Um, Anybody and anybody, if that makes sense, can binge eat. And most of the time... Uh, you know, I've been a binge eater and I still do occasionally, like with my business and with my podcast and everything that I do, guys, I'm always really honest with you. And that's what I think 
I, well, not think I know a lot of my clients and uh, you guys that send me DMs on Instagram and stuff tell me all the time, oh, it's really refreshing to be honest. Well, how on earth could I do what I do without being honest? Uh, it's just not, I don't know any other way. Uh, so, you know, I it'll be something that I will do forever. And I've done a lot of work on myself. I will continue to do work on myself with therapy. I know why I do it. And, you know, recently I had a, a lot of things happening in my life, uh, you know, my relationships and my work and all sorts of things. And I, you, because binge eating is a comfort and it can happen so quickly, you've done it and you're, guys, is this, if this happened to you, like you check out, like you remember, let's go Tim Tams because, you know, we all, most of us like Tim Tams or so, you know, for example, you can, you know, you're buying the packet or whatever and you have the packet and you make all these promises. Okay. This is the last one or I'll just eat one or whatever. Who eats just, who has just one, but you make these promises to yourself. And then when you open the packet, you'll have one or two and you really actually enjoy them. They taste bloody good. Um, I actually love having mine in the freezer, so I know that will spark a bit of a debate because people always say, you know, do you keep chocolate in the pantry or the fridge? And living in Australia now, I actually keep it in the freezer. So, um, and some people will be listening going, oh, that's gross, Barbs. (laughs) Well, that's how I like my Tim Tams. But anyway, so with binge eating, another way of it too can be you check out. So you buy the thing or you eat the thing, but while you're doing it, you remember like the first little bit of it. And then you know how when you, most of the time we're doing it, we're not mindful when we're doing it. We're watching a movie, we're doing something on our phones, we're doing something on our laptops. We are doing something when we're binge eating um, or we're really stuck in our head. And so what happens is we have this kind of black spot where we go into this pleasure state, but also it's a self-protection mode and it's also a self-soothing mode and it's also a blocking emotions mode where you kind of black out in a way and then all of a sudden you put your hand in the packet and you go, oh, oh my God, oh, there's none left. And then you go, oh, there's none left. And then you go, oh shit, I just ate a whole packet of Tim Tams or I just ate a whole king size bar of chocolate or I just ate a family pack from KFC for four people. Oh my God, can any of you relate? This happens to a lot of us in our life and if it doesn't happen to you now, it may happen later because our bodies change, our circumstances change, our life changes and you know this little chat today that we're having together is just something for you and I just to talk about binge eating. I want to highlight it and I want to know that you're not alone and there are ways that you, you know, it can be a lifelong problem but it can be overcome and by talking about it and knowing why we do it um, and taking the shame out of it, it's not something to be oh my gosh, no one is perfect. And I really want to just squash that. And just if anyone out, if anyone is perfect, well, you know, come on, we all know that they're hiding something. (laughs) But to binge, it's changed over the years. But just basically, it just means that we indulge and we just kind of can't stop. And it's just eating anything in excess, really. And you can just begin by like having a bowl of cereal and eat it really quickly. And then immediately after, have two or three more bowls. And then just knowing that you've kind of 
lost control and you feel like you feel tense and you desperately have to search for more food and you kind of think oh bugger it I've eaten this so I'm going to eat this and I'm going to eat this and your feelings you just feel really low on yourself really down but watch the speed of eating so when you are binging we don't you know I'll say we because I I do it and I've done it and I will continue to do it uh, not as much as what I have done in my life but I'm human guys and just because I'm a nutritionist and I work with food and I work with clients all the time and I'm very self-aware and I can sit with my emotions and I can spend time on my own and I can do all that stuff and I know why I feel the way I feel but I still have days where I'll eat something and I'll eat the whole packet of chocolate um, because life happens but also my brain um, neurons in my brain have been wired. I I can remember the first time I started to binge eat was um, I would say when I was at high school, only little bits and pieces. But at that time, my parents were going through a divorce, were well, almost going through a divorce. Possibly, you know, obviously was linked, and I didn't have a very happy family home, and it made me feel good. And I think that's just how it started. Was I was just like, yeah, this is really great, and I could get away with eating it. There's so much shame. There's just so much shame and disgust, and it's like it's food, and you eat it. Why are we so embarrassed about it? Why are we so disgusted about it? Like, really? Like, let's. This is why we're here on this podcast today. Let's talk about it. Let's lay everything out on the table. Uh, and everyone's different. So I eat, but I don't eat to the point where I can't eat anymore and want to be sick. But I have. I know many people out there that will eat and eat and eat and eat till they throw up, and then eat and eat and eat, and then punish themselves for the next two weeks and eat nothing, and then eat binge eat, and then eat nothing. Like it's, it looks different to everyone. So it's a hard thing to kind of, you know, talk about too because we're all so different and we do it in different ways. But I want you to really feel your feelings when um, you're in the middle of a binge or the beginning or the end and be kind to yourself. Watch the speed of your eating and also how agitated. Has the world outside like agitated you in some sense? Are you happy? Are you sad? And just the secret of just being it's so it's so secret. Everyone does it behind closed doors. A lot of people listening to this, you probably have never ever told anyone about this. You hide the wrappers in bins before you get home. Um, also, look at the frequency and the duration that you binge as well, guys. Like it's, um, I find like writing things down really helpful in my phone or in a notebook of what I was feeling that day and what I did and just taking the bloody shame out of it because when you're aware of something we can really work through it um, because no one wants to do it like there's definitely enjoyment in food and love it and enjoy it and that you know that's great but also with binging it can really like anything to do with food, it's related to so many other things. It's related to how we feel about ourselves, to our diet, to our body image, to our weight, to our health, to our sleep, to our moods. It can really affect our mood. If we know we're going to have a binge later on at night, we're the happiest. We're, everyone's like, oh, you're in a good mood today. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know I've got like chocolate biscuits sitting at home or I've got packets of chips sitting at home. Guys, it's really, it's a normal thing. Uh, so what else do I want to talk about? And it can happen anytime. Some people just mainly do it in the afternoon and the evenings or weekends. And 
it's the cost of it too. It can be quite expensive, but all some bin, all binges are kind of the same, really. Like it's we kind of start. Yeah, it's kind of like 91% of us, the triggers of binges and where they take place. So 91% is due to like tension. Um, 78% can be because we're uh, living alone or being alone. And then 75% could even be you're just thinking of food or most of the time you're just bored and lonely. So um, that's really interesting. And most of the time we can do it in the kitchen, in the living room, in your car or at work. Uh, But it, it can be with alcohol. It doesn't have to be with food. It can be if you're having days where you're feeling fat or gaining weight, you can just be like, oh, stuff it, I just don't care. It can be just before you get your period. So PMS is not a real thing, guys. Uh, one, of the tri- one of the triggers of having PMS is an overarching levels of stress in your life, but also really low levels of progesterone. But a lot of the time we go, we've been educated to be like, oh my gosh, we've got PMS, you know, and we put it all on ourselves. But PMS shouldn't be a thing. But with premenstrual tension and the week before your period, you'll probably notice you are craving more sugar and we tend to binge eat that week before. And then obviously with binge eating, guys, too, eating disorders and eating problems can arise from from binge eating. So I just want you to know that uh, please send me a DM anytime. Please message me. Um, I, I don't want you to feel alone um, with this because it, it doesn't just happen once it doesn't just happen in one way it can look so what binge eating is to me can be binge eating to someone else and someone can be really lean someone can look really healthy or really lean and and have a really um a tie to binge eating and just can't stop and it can be very um it can look very different to what mine looks like so um and also some people can do it in the middle of the night so there are uh, some people, when they binge eat, they fall asleep and then like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, they get up and go into the pantry and eat and then go back to sleep and they don't even know they've done it. Um, and that can be a term of like night eating syndrome where they just get up and eat. Uh, yeah, and just don't even realize. But binging can happen to anyone. And I just think, yeah, as we've already discussed, there's there's no, I don't want there to be any shame. Um, some people just feel like to reach out, to ask for help. They don't feel like they deserve any help or they feel like that, uh, my eating problem's not enough to ask for treatment or to ask for help. Like I'll just get over it. I'll work on it myself. Um, and I'll just, yeah, do, do my own thing. And there might be financial barriers too to getting help. So there's always people out there to help when you feel these forms of eating or you just feel really trapped and it literally is taking over your life uh, so please just reach out and I can always if you um, you know don't work with me in the studio I'm more than happy to refer you on to anyone else that I think will be suitable people who binge also diet to an extreme degree or at least try to uh, apart from people that do have a binge eating disorder and I find that in most cases, little or nothing is eaten outside the binges and the binges just tend to take over that life. And it is common for 
people in periods of successful dieting, which may last for months at a time, and periods of overeating when they also binge. And then as a result, their body weight may change from month to month and year to year. And yeah, that's just something that I found really interesting as well. But there's there's three forms of strict dieting that can, it's a vicious circle that's linked to strict dieting and binge eating. So there's three forms of dieting. There could be delay eating, where some people eat barely anything between their binges. Um, Most of them, they just delay eating for as long as possible during the day, often not eating until the evening. And I say one one in four do this. And then restricting the overall amount eaten usually involves trying to keep the intake below like a certain calorie limit. And that's why I'll never talk calories with my clients. But uh, it just finds that that can set off a trigger as well for some people and then avoiding certain types of food so people who binge may also avoid certain types of food like carbs or fats because you think that they're fattening and then other people may have said to you at some point in your life oh those foods are forbidden or they're bad or they're dangerous and one in five women in the general population tend to diet this way that this is a good food this is a bad food and then what's what tends to happen is we end up eating their food anyway uh and you know the kind of foods are like milk, butter, cheese, you know, cereals, breads, donuts, chocolate, chips, soft drink, milkshakes, lollies, pizza, hot chips, hot dogs, Chinese food, right? All that kind of stuff. Whatever floats your boat. So guys, if you are at a point in your life where your eating has taken over your whole life, um, it can affect your friendships, your relationships, your home life, your work life. You have really little self-confidence. You get really terribly depressed and anxious. You can't face people most of the time. Your life revolves around eating. You can no longer concentrate on your work. That you, That's just suffered as a result of binge eating, not eating, dieting, good food, bad food. You can no longer share meals with your friends or family. And that you may have become withdrawn or... You know, just have lost all self-respect for yourself. You don't want to go out anymore. You don't like yourself anymore. Um, it is just a really dark, hard place to be. And I just want to bring this. This, I just want to keep this short today because I could talk into. <laughs> there's so many different levels of talking about this, but I wanted to for anyone that has seen the title. Oh, binge eating. What is this? Do I do this? I want to know more about it. The main chat for today on the podcast was to highlight it and for you to not feel so alone, but to know that you can work through it and there are ways around it. Uh, And it's just, there's no single healthy diet. Weight loss diets are not healthy diets. And um, just to know that if you learn how to, you know your emotions, you know your body, you know how nutrition works, you can piece it all together and over time make better choices. And once you start and not hating yourself and being so hard on yourself, that really, really helps. And it just can really affect your stomach too. So when you binge eat, it's really hard for your circadian rhythm in your body or everything that's in there to tell you when you're hungry, it can be all out of kilter and then we blame ourselves that there's something wrong with us because we're not hungry and then when we're hungry we just want to eat crap none of this is your fault guys there's so many layers to this so please reach out if you need help Um, I'm here for you anytime and if you have any questions please send me a message but I hope this podcast 
was of some help today and I'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Studio Chat. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it has inspired you on your self-care journey. Please feel free to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcast. I really love hearing your feedback. So guys, please feel free to write a review on Apple and let me know which part of this episode resonated with you the most. To fall in love with yourself is the first secret to happiness. To find out a bit more about Self Care Studio or the Studio Chat Podcast, head over to my Instagram page, self underscore care underscore studio, or on my website, selfcarebybarbarathompson.com.au. Really look forward to seeing you on the next episode, and I'll catch you soon. Bye!